Welcome to the Go Off Sis podcast, brought to you by Dove Hair Care's Crown Collection, the first holistic hair repairing system designed for you. Oh, hello, dears. Welcome back to this special capsule edition of Go Off Sis. So we are continuing the conversation all about our hair and we're keeping it real, right? So last episode, we talked about the big chop and today we're going to get even deeper, all right? We know that hair means a lot for us, but what does it mean when you add hair plus relationships, all right? What does that equal? What does it mean when we, again, are we pulling out the bonnet in front of Bay? When do we do that? When are we showing the Meek Mill mixtape cornrows to the back? When do we pull off the wig in front of the new boo? Do we even let them touch it, even when it is not on our heads? Probably not, but we're going to get into it, okay? It's going to be a real restorative conversation because we're going to just talk about the relationship our hair has with other relationships that we have. So we're going to dive on in right now and make sure you listen to the end for our special guest, the talented recording artist, actress, aka the new Hillary Banks of Bel Air on Peacock, Miss Coco Jones. All right. And I'm sure she will have some good hair energy to give us too. So let's dive on in. How we feeling, Roundtable? I'm Chelsea, your VP of Unbothered. How we feeling? Maya, I'm going to kick it off with you. What's up? How you doing? You know, it's been a busy day, so it's very much time to put on our favorite show. I'm not drinking right now. I'm always going to choose my bonnet over bay, and that's how it's going to stay, because I feel like what man or hello or person in their right mind would ask me to sacrifice my edges for them. That ain't right. That ain't right. Who does that? Coming out strong out of the gate, as she does, Miss Maya, our associate social strategist. Love it. Yeah, and shout out to the anyone who's having a long day. I hear that, Maya. I hear that. And we see you, so we're here for you. Uh, all right, Anae, how you doing? Hey, y'all. It's Adal, Anae Komenibo. I am not feeling well today. I know you can hear it in my voice. This is not the, the standard energy, but I'm operating on a different level. I'm here, present. As far as the bonnet over bay, listen, I got a man who has more hair than I do. So he has a bonnet. I have a bonnet. We support that together. And he has a bunch of sisters. So <laughs> it's not a surprise. Like when I FaceTimed him for the first time and I had a bonnet on, he was like, oh, cute. And then when I don't FaceTime him with a bonnet on, he's like, girl, stop playing with me. Get on that satin <laughs> pillowcase. And I'm like, you know what? That's totally fair. So me as a standard, I will always put on the bonnet with my man. Shout out to him. I know that's right. Bonnet and a bay. Okay. <laughs> why not? Why not both? Why not? Both? <laughs> why not? Both? Are you... You know what? Do you ever get jealous of his hair? Like, yeah. are you ever like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah? I don't, I don't think a man needs to have that much hair. Sorry, it's not fair. <laughs> Sorry, you don't need that. Why do you need that? That and eyelashes. You don't need that. Give it to me. Oh, see, now we're talking about it because <laughs> we, you know, we talk about the ha- we're talking about the hair on our head, I guess, but eyelashes are one violation with men, and I've talked about this with men too. Of like, what do you even need those for? You're Criminal. not even using them. Criminal. You don't need that. And they have the most luscious, beautiful eyelashes. Like my nephew has the most beautiful eyelashes I've ever seen. And I'm like, I will give you $100 for a bundle. Like, 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 like They don't even wash their faces. These people don't even wash their faces. Why do you need that? Why do you need that? <laughs> this is Kathleen, Deputy Director Global here at Unbothered. And my theory is that because they don't touch it, they barely even watch, wash their faces. Men don't be doing anything to their lashes. And that's why they got the growth. Oh, girl, I don't want to hear that. So the I filth know. fuels the growth? I mean, maybe. They what, don't do what, anything. And it, the bacteria the lets it grow. No. What is, for what other reason then do they all have longer eyelashes than all of us? That's my theory. They suck the beauty from their mothers. That's what it hey. is. Oh, damn. Okay. That's science. <laughs> I feel like Einstein said something about that. That sounds good. Honestly. <laughs> truly. What? I thought it was... Anyways. Okay. Well, we can get into the science of beauty a little bit, but we're going to still do some dissection on relationships and hair. Wow. I brought that back around really well. So good. Kathleen. Yeah. Kathleen, how you doing? How you feeling? Tell us about your bonnet bay journey. (laughs) My favorite thing about you is when you say something brilliant and then you applaud yourself in the moment. (laughs) 
Right. That's why she gets paid the big bucks. (laughs) I love it. There we go. (laughs) You know, like who's going to celebrate you if not yourself? Exactly. I love that energy. Um, (laughs) All right. So my bonnet and bay situation. Listen, as the only one on this panel, as usual, who is messing with a white man at the moment, um, I will say. (laughs) Choices. Choices. Wow. We love we love him. We love him. Ah, he's he's, he's a good man. He's a good man. Yes, he um, is. Yes, he he's is. a good man, Savannah. <laughs> you walked right into that. I really did. I really yeah. did. Yeah. Um, okay, but I will say that in the past, I definitely have not worn my bonnet on like the first sleepover. Like mm-hmm. now we're old and married. I mean, he sees my bonnet all the time, more than he sees my my hair at this point. But in the past, you know, I wanted to come off as like low maintenance as the cool girl, just like, oh yeah, I just go to bed and then I just wake up like this. And so it wasn't even really about like me being ashamed of my bonnet or anything. It was just like me trying to be a cool girl, low maintenance, like this is just, this is just natural. And I think now I definitely have more Maya energy. And if I was single, I would be like, yeah, this is my bonnet, take it or leave it. Do you have a good bonnet? Is it like fancy? It's pink. She does her thing. Oh, I have multiple. I have a silver one. I have a pink one. I have a, I have a black one. But the pink, yeah, she, she does we her love thing. options. We Listen, love options. that's what you're supposed to do. If you want to really kill them, you get the fancy elite bonnet. And if you're like, <laughs> we've been married for 20 years. Here's the raggedy thing that is, like needs to be washed. If I like really want to flex on someone and sometimes... Always I do. I'll whip out my like, oh, this is actually a scarf. That's a bonnet. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, actually, like, this was my mom used to use this. And like, the eight, like, I don't know if you know, it's vintage. Did you almost say the 1800s? I was going to say the 1800s. Did you almost say the 1800s? I was going to say the 80s. Okay. Put some respect on Melba's name. Okay. Because she is. No, she is fly as hell. The math isn't nothing. As I told you she gets hit on more than me to this day in the 80s <laughs> yeah no no i don't think i'd want any let's say what kind of family heirloom but you got i'll put on like an like a really elegant scarf you know that's like oh you know i could go out in it but i'm not going to so you're welcome you know what i mean you're getting like the outside mm. energy inside yeah. so and how yeah. you tie it matters how you tie the scarf yes. matters yeah yes do you tie in the front or the back Oh, I don't wear scarves, baby. I wear a bonnet yeah, or the silk, the satin. Only okay, two? But, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the, the scarf also is like back or front too of like, which way are you tying it? Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to sleep, I'll tie it up in the front. Mm. But if I'm just like trying to look cute, I'll tie it in the back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, wait, so are you wearing your bonnet during sexy times slash with Bay? Okay. okay, but those are two different questions. Okay. One is during is not the same as to bed. Hey, hey. Right? Okay. Correct. Because Correct. I yeah. like during that that's gonna be thrown off. Like we're doing acrobatics. Yeah. We're doing aerobics. We're doing Cirque du Chelsea. I'm gonna say it's gonna come in the room. Like, so like, yeah. Yeah. It, no, okay. I mean, never mind. Well, we'll offline about that. We'll <laughs> about yeah, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say something and tell myself, but we're gonna keep it moving because this is not that kind of podcast. But <laughs> the other note is I don't have any bay. And so it doesn't really matter. Like you're going to get what you get. But Kathleen, I do agree with you. And in my younger years, I would never, ever like put my bonnet on or my scarf or whatever I wore to bed usually if I was laying next to someone else. If I was laying next to a guy, if I'm laying next to a girl, I was cool with it. I'd I'd wear my bonnet. It's just, it would be very chill. But with guys, I never would very much. I woke up like this type energy. I've like gotten up early to like brush my teeth to be like, oh, like this is just how I wake up all beautiful and amazing. And like sleep with like my hair on the pillow and not move for like six hours. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. This has to be the eighties because y'all was going to beauty patterns to go to bed. I'm not doing all that. Wow. You said she was bored. She was bored bored in the the eighties. Maya, what is going on? Gotta be the, gotta be the eighties and the nineties because today in the two, the 2020s, baby, doing all this beauty pageant shit just to go to bed. I'm not doing that. Do you love me? Uh, Well, first of all, do you love me, baby? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know all, you love no. me, baby. No, because if someone yes. asked me that, I'd be like, not even a little bit. Like, please leave. But <laughs> I do think that like the 2000s millennial babies walked so you mm-hmm. could run Maya. So I love this energy. I wasn't there. You. So yeah, probably. 
Well, you know what? You know what I'll say? You know what I'll say as, uh, you know, Maya, I am younger than you. Don't fact check that. So I can't really speak to this, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try. All right. So allegedly, if I am an older millennial, I will say that the like literacy of hair has gone up. Yes. You know, so guys now, whether like black, white, whoever, they now like know what a weave is. They know what lace fronts are like. They are able to uh, recognize that and probably know, oh, you sleep with a bonnet and that's yeah. not that big of a deal. Whereas back in our day, <laughs> me and Chels. Which is, are you like younger that. than me or you <laughs> back in the, in the, the, the 80s babies days? <laughs> let, She's let ageless, <laughs> okay? I'm just saying. She's ageless. Back then. <laughs> Uh, thank you. I'm just saying back then, like it was a little different. And mm-hmm. I remember being so worried that if I was making out with somebody, they would put their hand in my hair and like feel my tracks yeah. because I just didn't think they knew what a weave was. And they'd be like, ask all these questions and be like, what is this? What you have fake hair in your head? What? Yeah. Point of clarification. I'm not dating. I'm disqualifying, as you all know. Hey, so, hey. you know, <laughs> like, let's just make that clear. But Kathleen, you bring up a really good point about like hair literacy, which I love that phrase, because now men especially, I think, know more about hair and feel, unfortunately, emboldened to talk to us about our hair and Mm. tell us about our hair. So that Mm. brings me to the question to think about how men interact with you and your different hairstyles, right? Again, last episode, we talked about cutting all our hair off and how we felt about it. But if your partner had a preference for you to cut all your hair off or to keep it long or for a certain hairstyle, would you consider it? Would you do it? My man knows better than to even weigh in at all. <laughs> he just is whatever is on my head. He's like, it looks amazing. You look beautiful. Was, that's why he's a husband. End of sentence. Mm-hmm. That's why he's <laughs> a husband. End of sentence. Mm-hmm. Well, does yeah. he have a style that he, knows he better. really likes on you? Like, babe, wear this style. I really love this on you. I mean, anytime that he's like casually mentioned, he likes when like my, my hair is out of my face because mm-hmm. he just he wants to see my face. So yeah, anything and then anything that's low maintenance. You know, right now I've got like a curly weave in. I put in flexi rods at night. Like I have to curl it almost every day. Like it's a lot of effort. And so he's like, anything that's gonna get us out of house faster. Anything that's gonna get you like not messing with your hair too much. So yeah, I would say maybe he likes my twist the most. But again. He doesn't dare say that. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I got one who has an opinion and I respect the opinion, but it's like, oh, sir, whatever. I, y'all know that I want to shave my head in a couple years. And I was telling my boyfriend and he was like, okay, I hear what you're saying, babe, but like, give me a couple years. I want to play in your hair. He wants to be sitting down and he wants to be dicking his fingers in my scalp, which is like how romantic, but also shut up, like be quiet. Cause you're not <laughs> always going to be yeah. here to do my hair and do all that. But his personal favorite on me is knotless braids because that's what I had in my head when I first met. And so I always joke around and be like, listen, I'm tired of having hair. I'm, I'm going to shave my head. And he's like, I hear you. I think you're going to look amazing. But just give me five years. Just give me five years to do a flat twist and this. And I'm like, because if you say you're going to do it, you better do it. I better not have to leave this house and ever have anyone touch my head again. <laughs> so there's that. And then even when I say like, I'm going to shave it tomorrow. He's like, OK, I'm going to shave my beard. What? It's not the same thing. And really, if you do that, you're going to look dumb. I'm going to look cute without hair, but you're going to look like a child without a beard. <laughs> I, again, mm-hmm. it's it's giving hypocritical. Yeah. But also, <laughs> but I hear you. It's like, this is for you. If you want to look stupid, go ahead. Like, that's fine. But I'm just telling you right now that it's not going to work out in your favor. That's what I'm but saying. But I think, I think in a, it's... Fair to be like, okay, they can't tell us what to do with our hair, but we can probably tell them what to do with their hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that nice? Because we just have more, ex- we have more experience with hair. Like, come on, you know. It's true. I like a little bit of hair on my man. I'm not going to lie. I like either way. There's only a couple styles I'm like, oh, gross. But I personally, I'm pretty diverse about it. You could do whatever and still look good as long as you find. Maybe y'all like short hair on the men or the long hair. I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, I like short hair on on men. Women, you can do whatever you want, and you're just you're gonna look amazing. But with guys, no short hair, like buzz cut, mm. uh, just close cropped. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, like, I don't want you taking longer in to get ready than me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, mm. I am the main character. I'm aligned. I'm aligned in that. I just feel like you know, if you want my hair in a certain way, we can chat. But you can pay, you're going to pay for it, you know. Open your purse. 
Yeah. Open your purse, your wallet, your satchel. I don't know which one, but somebody besides Maya is paying for it, you know? What if he wants you to shave your head? You can do it? That's why the movies have bald caps. We are going to get a bald (laughs) cap. I know a great makeup artist. I know an amazing a specialist, if you will. (laughs) Because I want everybody to be happy. I want to keep my hair. He wants a bald baddie. We can all be happy. You know what I'm saying? It just is what it is. A little sewing. Like one guy was like, oh, straighten your hair. And I was like, oh, yeah, I love wigs. And he was like, no, straighten your hair. I was like, oh, I love a traditional sewing. Yeah. He was like, no, I'm like, no, you're not getting it. That's not happening. I'm trying to give you a compromise here, but you're being difficult. Just saying. Does that also come from like the length check thing? Because I hate, hate that question of like, how long is your real hair? Yeah. It really I was. hate it. I've had men ask me that before and I'm like, mind your business. Yeah, it's I, I've like disqualified men for that. I'm just like, what does this have to do with anything that is going on in this moment? Like focus right now. I, I'm sitting here. You're getting me. You're welcome. Why do you need to know the length of my hair? <laughs> Honestly, it's not about us. I've yeah. learned through dating, unfortunately, being attracted to men that a lot of times the reflection that their woman has is less about them and more about how other people perceive him as a man because he's with her. So a lot of times it's not even about like what he or she wants. It's about what people around him will say about her appearance. So if your homeboy's like, really long, beautiful hair and your girlfriend has that, but it just might be curly, you're going to probably ask her to straighten her hair if you are a man who engages in that ridiculous behavior. Wow. That is a really great point that like traditional forms of femininity are reflections of a guy's masculinity, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's a That's really my good, experience. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Still, we need to go back to the days when the men didn't know anything about the hair. Like back in the yeah. day, men used to go to war. They used to build houses from scratch. <laughs> they used to hunt animals for food. They used to be builders and makers of things. And now they want to sit on Twitter and say, I can see your lace. What? <laughs> is that what the ancestors wanted for our men today? To know what a mm. lace front is? And you're sitting up here and trying mm. to tell me you can see my lace? You're telling me about my hair texture? Why do you know that? How dare you? Uh-huh. Do you think that that is what the ancestors wanted you to know? Men, men, men used to build. They used to fight. They used to work. And now they want to tweet. They want to tweet. Now they want to tweet. Wow. Wow. I mean, that's it. That's it. You said go build a fire. Like, Like, then come back. Knowing the difference between a lace front and a sew-in. I know a guy who would literally like, oh, do you have microlinks? Why do you know what that is? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying like you either you either had too many women in your life or you online too much either way it's getting weird I don't like that how many people have you dated it's like your man knowing the different shades of foundation why do you know that and why are you telling me about that no well bl- blame TikTok I would say blame TikTok yeah that's what it is you, you don't, don't have so any funny? hobbies you know what's funny about that you know about my lace but you don't know nothing about no money well mm. Whoa. <laughs> you don't know nothing about money. Whoa. I asked you about the stock market. You thought, what is that? I asked you about a plot of land. A plot of land. You Very broke. Very you broke. You know about the grids on my head, but you don't know about the grids on the earth. But how are you supposed to buy me? What are Come you on. doing? Come on. Don't and they, they know so much about hair. And they want to tell you like, oh, that's not a, this is not a virgin. They, 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 they. Go they just a want to mansplain sir. it. They just want, yes. like, they just are accumulating that knowledge just so they can explain it to you so they can get on there. And they don't even thing. be having hair. You don't have no hair and the hair on your head, if you have it, it's not even done. This is what I be talking about. It's about, it's a lot of business that you wouldn't accept your own. And I wish that men would get some business again. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the other side for a hot second. Hot, oh, the hot devil doesn't seven. need an advocate. Just, <laughs> he don't need no help. Just a quick hot second, because I do think that the fact that there is a bit more knowledge now, as I mentioned, it is a little bit good. Like I think that. Now, you don't have to worry about, like, does this person know if that I've got tracks in my hair? Does this person know that I'm wearing a wig? Like, men know now. So it's annoying if they're trying to explain shit to you. But it's also like, okay, well, you know what it is. So leave okay. me alone. Let me okay, put this you know wig what? on. You can have a dialogue with them. Like, my husband, my white-ass husband, knows if I see a bad wig. If I spot a bad wig on a TV show, he's like, yeah, that wig's not good. And that's like, <laughs> like that's, 
I love it. He kind of knows that now. But he's has something that we like to call je ne sais quoi. He mm. has como se dice boundaries. <laughs> he's he sees stuff and he shuts the f up though. He don't yeah, be like, oh, baby, I can see you from across the street. He but he peeps it and then goes on minding his manly business. But have you ever had that experience where someone has? clocked your wig or your weave and like what was that like if you had because that's also a very different conversation very general versus if someone actually calls you out and says hello <laughs> that well, is yeah you know what <laughs> I, I have a story and I, I hate to I hate to be the person to have a story but I was dating this guy and he wasn't black he was Mexican shout out to you I'm not gonna say your name sir because I hope you have kids and you're married now um, but I was dating this man and I went to his house. So we were supposed to hang out and watch TV. We were supposed to watch Westworld when it first came out. And he, you know, he's trying to get something started. You know, he's trying to set the mood or whatever. And so, you know, we're we're laid up and we having a good time. But I was wearing a wig. And I remember like when I first started dating him, I had like my natural hair out or I had twists or something, but I was wearing a wig. And he was like, oh, I love your hair. But the hair was getting in the way, as in like I couldn't lay back couldn't get comfy mm. because I was like, I don't want my wig to shift because, you know, I'm not one of those types who like pins their wig down. I li- I like to live free. You know what I'm saying? I was <laughs> I was meant to be on this earth to live in freedom. And I feel like that is a type of bondage. And so I was just laid up like stiff, like a corpse. And, you know, he you know, we're kissing and he's like looking at me like, like, girl, come on. And I can't get activated because of my hair. And at some point he sits up and he's like, babe, take that off. And I'm looking at like, take what off? <laughs> that's, that's all me right here. Baby. <laughs> take what off? And he's like, take off that wig. I said, a wig? Oh my God. Like, it, was, it was crazy because in one part of it, I'm like, oh, this he knows something. But then I'm also suspicious. Like, why do you know that this is a wig? One, two, three. I'm not taking off my wig. You're not even black. Like, if he was black, I think it would have been different. But this Mexican man's mm. looking at me like, take your wig off. I said, oh, my God. And I was like, no, I'm not taking it off. And he said, like, but you're not you're not comfy. And I was like, it doesn't matter. I'm not taking off my wig. And he was like, but we can't like we're it's killing the mood. And I was like, well, the mood is dead then. And so I just watched Westworld very quietly. And he was literally like looking at me like, you're not serious. And so the next time I saw him, I didn't have a wig. And he was like, yeah, yeah, because that was getting in the way. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. So I hear what you're saying, Kathleen. That's nice because he was worried about my safety and my comfort. And like, yeah. you know, wanting me to be relaxed or whatever. But at the same time, if you see something, don't say nothing. This is one of those situations. <laughs> this like, is not the MTA, baby. This you know is not saying? the MTA. Be quiet. Shut be quiet. Um, okay. Like literally today, my man dyed his hair pink because for <laughs> it's for a work thing. It's for breast cancer awareness. It's for a good cause. Oh, okay. But it is bright pink. And <laughs> I had to listen. I... I I like it ish, but I had I had to I had to like I felt like a man almost. I was like, your hair looks good. I had to gas him up a bit about it. And usually wait, wait, I have wait, no wait. problem telling him if like your hair's too short, I don't like it. And in this case, I was like, because it's so bold, I had to kind of I kind of had to lie to him. Not lie. Oh no, <laughs> not him finding out on this podcast that you lied to him. <laughs> He's he walking in the background like, wait, what? He is right. here. He is here somewhere. Yeah, he's <laughs> but when it, my oh, man buddy. has a good head of hair. It's going to be fine. It'll be fine. It's pink now, but it'll change. But I think when it's somebody who like, if it's a man who's doing hair transplants, which they got now, I think good, more power to them. I think that it's, I am all for it because we have to do all these things for our hair, right? Like we're putting on wigs, we're putting extensions, we're doing all this stuff. So if they have that opportunity to, to do that for themselves, if they don't like a bald head and they're putting in hair transplants. I'm not going to lie. I typically don't say anything, but if the guy's balding and refuses to shave his head, that's when I'm going to speak because I feel like men need to understand that 10 times out of 10, I almost said seven, but I, it's all the time. If you are a balding and you're holding on to some hairline that is on the way out, baby, you need to shave that head. You're going to look so much better. That's the only circumstance in which I will say you need to shave your head. You got to shave it. But I'm still on pink hair. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) okay. So, because here's my theory, and I've said this before, I think any man who dyes their hair platinum blonde is going through it. That is my theory. I thought she was going to say he was gay. 
<laughs> no, no. It's no, not or these are his hot boy season. I'm going to say, no, oh, we got to get no. canceled. No, no. I would never. Love who you want, whoever. But I, anyone who goes platinum blonde, I think is going through something. For instance, I just saw on TikTok, Usher at his show, dyed his hair platinum blonde. Ooh. You're going through something. You're going through something. I, like, legitimately. And this this is not specific to black men. This is everyone. Do you guys remember when Zac Efron, also, this is a very specific moment. He dyed his hair platinum blonde. He was going through it. Right, after so his I, Vanessa Hudgens breakup. Exactly, yes. Yeah. I, like, so I re- that is a theory that I have. My friends have also dyed their hair platinum blonde. I can think of one in particular. And I literally called him and I was like, what's going on? I have a question, though. To kind of get back to topic, I want to know, if there's a hairstyle that y'all get done when you're trying to pull, because I know that there's certain looks that I'm like, if I really want to eat these men up and I don't want men to like fall at my feet, it's certain things that I have to have on my head. I can pull whenever. Let's let's be clear. But sometimes it's like there's a certain hairstyle that I know is going to attract one, the demographic, because, you know, different That's hairstyles true. attract different people. If I'm trying to pull the type of man that I want, I know that there's a certain hairstyle. Do y'all have one? Mine is, okay, let's say I want me a cane. I want me a, 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 a man from the continent, baby, a man of the earth. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to either shave my head and I'm going to go to Harlem. <laughs> I'm going to get some long, long Marley twists all the way down to like my thighs or something, or I'm going to wear Maya's hair, AKA my wig, my fro. Mm. So it's really mm. one of those three. And then if I feel like, you know, I want to go outside and I want to swirl a little bit, I'll probably wear a fro wig or I'll, actually, yeah, the fro. That's what's going <laughs> to, that's, that's what's going to reach across the aisle. But what do y'all have? <laughs> Oh, so just me. Okay. I'm just saying, I, I, when I get my hair done, it's a mix between do I feel like doing my hair and what do I want to look like for the next three months? Because I don't know about y'all, but sometimes hair dictates the outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's never about the boys. The boys, like they said, the boys going to come. Because the face card don't never decline. That's Period. one. Come so on. it's just like, I don't never get a hairstyle for a guy. I usually mostly am like, am I feeling like doing my hair right now? And if the answer is yes, then we can have the hair out. And if the answer is no, we're going to have to learn how to be bobbing and weaving with it. But sure. yeah, we do nothing for the men over here. We do everything for the girls and the gays. It's true for the girlies. Uh, Maya, that energy is always. Every time we we talk, I'm like, I need more Maya energy just She's in my life. She's such a feminist. Ah. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> She's just such a, like, just the confidence. I'm, I'm, just I'm always inspired by it. Girl, I'm 10 seconds off the edge. I can't be worrying about no man. <laughs> Um, but you know, I have like three hairstyles. I've said it many times on this podcast. Three hairstyles that I rotate between. It's like long straight weave, uh, curly weave, or my twists. And I felt like when we were first talking about this conversation, I felt like my long straight weave is the thing that attracts the most people. And I think that's like, you know, we could trickle that back to European beauty standards, whatever, like long straight hair that attracts men. But going back to the confidence, I think it's also how you carry yourself. And so that might be, I'm now psychoanalyzing myself. Like maybe I have more of like a swagger and a confidence with that hair. And so then I attract more people because as Chelsea knows, when we go out, I, I never think anyone's looking at me. I don't think I can pull anybody ever. Like it may just be like when I'm feeling myself, then I actually open my eyes to like, oh, people are paying attention to me as opposed to like, it could be happening all the time. I just don't notice it. Right. But like it, it absolutely is. I can confirm it is. It is confidence like 1000 percent because I feel like like I'm a very confident person so when I walk outside I'm like ah everyone is in love with me like at every point and every time and so there's not one hairstyle though I will say to your note Kathleen about recent revelations is during the pandemic when I like was taking out my own hair and just leaving it natural or wrapped up or, you know, just like in a slick back bun, I felt very naked. And I was, it was the first time in a long time that I had had my natural hair out for as long as I did. Like I didn't wear braids or anything for like maybe a year. And I think 
I was like, oh, I felt very self-conscious about it. But I found that people were like, oh my gosh, you look so beautiful. Or like, even like my mom was like, I love seeing your face. Like, I just love seeing your face and not having like anything in front of it or just like very much you. And even men were like, oh my gosh, your face is so beautiful or your hair like looks so great like that. And I would, I was surprised because I was so uncomfortable with it. But as I became more comfortable with it, I was also just like, yeah, you're right. I am beautiful. Like, however my hair looks. I am currently in braids because that is probably my most, like, comfortable. And it's also the easiest for me. But like Maya said, like, face card never declines. So we can we can do whatever we need to with it. But I, I'm always going to pull. So <laughs> Yes, you are. I have also witnessed that. Yeah. But yeah, I think, like... All of these things, again, are like hair and relationship. It goes a lot back to self-confidence, right? Because what you have is also what you project, whether it's like onto your your partner or out into the world. And I feel like that's just a really, it's just an important conversation to have because once you become more comfortable with however your hair looks, I feel like your partner also feels the ability to do the same, hopefully. Yeah. And if not, then maybe break up with them. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> But also stay out of our business, whether you're doing it up or taking off the scarf before your fun, sexy time and then putting it back on. Do you. It's up to you. Let it out. Do what you want to do. Keep it cute. You always do. Wow. Bars. (laughs) Okay. We have reached the end of a very, very wonderful full discussion. And that means, oh, wait. That we are at my favorite part of the conversation. Yes, my dears, it is the Don't At Me. If you aren't familiar, it is the part of our podcast where we use to tie a bow on our discussion, give you all some food for thought and some energy to just move about your day. And if it wasn't clear, you cannot at us, okay? Nothing. Nunca. Non. Nine. No. Heart emoji. And for this Don't At Me, we're going to give it to the confidence queen of curls herself, Miss Maya. Take us home, girl. Hello, is this thing on? ASMR, hello. Let's start on the note of get you a bonnet bay like an AA. Get you a man who supports your bonnet dreams. Because if he can't support your edges, he can't support your dreams. I've never heard a man say, wow. I no longer want to lie with you because you have a bonnet on. Never in my history of womandom. Get you a man who not only is paying for the bonnet and the braids or the bust down, but promotes you protecting them. Because all this fluff, makeup, brush my teeth before he wakes up, do you love me? Yes or no is really the question. And if you don't love me, do you respect me enough to ignore what I look like in the morning? Because I don't harass you when your barber pushes back your hairline, okay? When you get feed-ins like me, I don't come for you, okay? So just love me as I am. That brings me to my next point. If you would like to make a suggestion in the suggestion box about my hairstyle, please enter that suggestion with at least $100 because that is going to be the deposit, okay? That's going to be the deposit. Make no suggestions without solutions. That is the kind of partner we don't like. We don't like partners who bring problems to the light, but don't have any solutions. And if you can see my lace and you really love me, let me know. And furthermore, don't let me walk out the house looking a mess. All right. So in closing, as a woman, you're going to take me ball headed, braided, bonnet, bust down and all of the above. Because if you don't, I'll just find somebody who will have a good day. Oh, <laughs> you thought I was done. Don't add me. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> you said it like sinister. Like, I'm scared. You really did. Hold it on. was quiet. <laughs> it was the quiet storm. That's that. It was, yeah. There are billions of people in the world, but only one you. Yes, you queen, okay? And with a million hair care products out there, there is one made especially for royalty like yourself. Dove's new crown collection has something crafted for our coils, curls, and waves with plant-based squalene, probiotics, and vitamins. Dove's first-of-its-kind holistic health repairing system is designed to cultivate and protect 
with the intention to go beyond repair for melanin-rich scalps and naturally textured hair. So adjust your crown, stay nourished, and go to Dove.com to learn more. So, y'all, we have a very special guest on the show today. We are rolling out the red carpet and also giving the freshest of flowers, as we do on Go Off Sis, for this melanated queen, okay? She is not new to Unbothered. She is true to Unbothered and the lifestyle because not only have you seen her at our Glow Up event last year, our editorial on .com by The Anae, because we love her that much, but she has a resume that just will not quit, okay? She has been on your screen since she's been a tween, all right? Now you probably know her as the Hillary Banks in the Fresh Prince reboot, Bel Air on Peacock. Season two is out now, BTW, so get your life. Oh, but I'm not done, because she can sing, sang, okay? And her sounds will hypnotize you. You've seen them on the TikToks. You've seen them with her new album, Please welcome the Coco Jones to go off this. Welcome, Coco. Yes. Thank you for having me. That intro yes. was introing. Oh, uh, come on. We do it right <laughs> here. All right. Like we give love is. to the sisters. Like, you know, <laughs> when we love you, we love hard. All right. <laughs> I appreciate we will the say love. that. <laughs> yes. So we're so excited to have you today because we are having a pretty, you know, spicy debate right now. This episode, we were talking about hair and we were talking about our relationship with hair, but also how hair factors into our relationships, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we just wanted to get your opinion to chime in here because the last thing we were talking about was whether it's in its natural state or, you know, bust down braids or you got the long weave, wig, whatever. What hairstyle do you put on when you're trying to pull someone or when you're just like, ooh, this is nobody can touch me right now, okay? Wow. You know, I really think that it depends on what what stage of life you are in. Like there was a time where I was very much in this natural hair. I'm going to do this. I was really obsessed with the YouTube girls and I was just buying every product and I was doing like twist outs and things of that nature. And for me, it just didn't last. It didn't last. I just felt like I can't keep up with this momentum. I'm, I'm just not that girl. And I missed... I miss the heat, honestly, truly. I just hated waiting for my hair to dry. It just wasn't my truth. So that stage of my life was a moment. I did learn a lot about growing my hair and how what I can do to maintain it. But for me, it just wasn't consistent with the lifestyle that I was trying to have. So for me, I feel beautiful in kind of like a combination of the two. That's where I've kind of found my balance. I really like extensions in a natural looking form. That's kind of my go-to. That makes me feel the baddest in all the land. And that could be real hair ponytail with a ponytail extension. That could be like a slick back bun. And maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like it's giving a combo of both a U part wig, or maybe like I pressed my hair and I have clip-ins in, you know, those things, those combos make me feel the most chef's kiss. But honestly, I'm not trying to look that way for any person, but me. Cause when I don't like how I look, I have an attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I love that for two reasons. Because one, I hear you just like the natural with the mix. Because then you can give like greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes. You can give mm -hmm. different, you can, mm -hmm. you have the variety, right? You have the versatility of it. But then also something that you brought up that we had just been talking about was who you do your hair for, right? Mm -hmm. It's not for other people, right? It's because you're like, no, I feel like the baddest bitch around, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. why you're doing your hair and not necessarily doing it for the male gaze, but for yourself or even like other baddies around you who you're, who can be like, yeah, aren't we bad together? <laughs> That's a fact. Now, can I keep it a buck? There are times like I have been just one of my chill, do nothing days, didn't expect to see nobody days. And then you see somebody fine and you're looking like the Hobbit and... <laughs> I, you know, like, come on. No, I'm not dressing for no guy, but I know I'm like, do not look this way, sir. I will be your walking nightmare. Do not come over here. Just let me get my groceries and leave the premises, you know? Oh, absolutely. Because it's always that day when you're like, ah, no, I'm good. And the best piece of advice that my stepmom has ever given me is always look cute at the airport. 
Wow. Yeah. Now that's rough. That's rough for me because I'd be so tired. They'd be like, boarding pass. I'm like, here you go. <laughs> Literally barely keeping my eyes open. I'm but in that is sweats. So Always in sweats. Always. But she's always. like, you never know who's going to pop in. So you know, who's got a layover. And I always look a mess. And I <laughs> always see someone. And I'm like, mm. I know. Honestly, it's really been like a learning lesson for me. But I also think it's like, what's important to you at the time? Like, Right now, I'm not really looking to like, I'm not even looking to really fall in love right now. I just feel like I'm really trying to be in my bag. Right. I'm really trying to make sure that I'm the most dedicated to my career and relationships are work. So right now I'm fine with like, I know I don't really, we're not going to fall in love. You know what I'm saying? That's not what, that's not what I'm going to allow myself to do in this. But hi, how are you? <laughs> Hey. Okay. I'm picking up what she's putting down. I'm picking it up. No, oh, I, I, not in that stage, but we can definitely have a time. Yeah. And you're young, you know, you're out here, live your life. I still do. I literally like live and die by the roster, as these ladies know. I talk about it often. So I, I love it. I love this energy. So, how <laughs> that hypothetical right. situation, though, oh. if you were just, you know, living your life, doing what you do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's say maybe you saw someone there. Maybe y'all vibed, you know, just okay, go with me in this hypothetical scenario, okay? This is a hypothetical mm-hmm. scenario. I just want to say that. This is an alleged hypothetical scenario, okay? So say you and this hypothetical person hit it off and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Are you wearing your bonnet to bed or are we on 10 dolled up the whole time? What things happen? What? Wait, wait, wait. How do we get here? You know, like, et cetera, et cetera. Like, is this giving et cetera time is passing or et cetera? What? what? Have I known you for months or years or is it giving, hey, I just met you and here's my scarf? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. I just met you. And here's my scarf. You know, it's more of a, hey, I just met you. This is crazy. And this is, that is crazy. Uh, okay. But no, but seriously, though like if you were to vibe with someone some etc cetera, etc cetera, happens to pop off and you end up in their vicinity um, and you happen to maybe wake up in their vicinity too would you be wearing your bonnet to bed from the jump or would it take you some more time for you to whip out the bonnet oh and i talked to my girls about this and there's so many different perspectives one is like, take me as I am. And the other is like, you will never catch me slipping. You know what I'm saying? So I'm more lean on the you'll never catch me slipping type. I'm literally me and one of my homegirls, like it's giving right before, like literally right before the eyes shut. You'd be like, all right, here we go. And tonight, you know what I'm saying? Just go ahead and lights out. But um, I think there's honestly a balance. I feel like, well, it also depends on the style. Maybe there are some days where it's giving, this is, it's going to have to give the full the full effect because I'm not messing up my hair for the next work day so that this can give what it needs to give. Like, no. But then there are other times where I'm like, maybe I won't just have one raggedy ponytail to the left. Maybe I'll just do a cute braid moment and do the scarf. Let's pick a new scarf. This scarf is from middle school. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just try to elevate. Is there a, like, can we throw like a Louis Vuitton and you're maybe a bedazzled bonnet? Like, what can we do here? What can we do? Which is so annoying because the guys be able to have the do-rags from literally their first kindergarten do-rag. So (laughs) annoying. Not a kindergarten (laughs) do-rag. Literally, I'm like, that doesn't even fit your head anymore. Uh, Girl, because don't upset me. Do you feel like your Hillary hair is different than your natural cocoa hair? Is it a different girl? Um, Hillary hair, I would actually feel like is a little more like prep, it, like a little more preppy, like typically mm-hmm. very curled, very like organized, put together, nothing like too messy. Sometimes if I'm not doing the bones straight, I kind of like crimps. I kind of like, like messy a little bit because it, it mm. just gives more artistry. And Hillary's more of like, I'm giving like pageant girl. And is that crazy artistry, you know, does that attract the boys? And do you care if he has an opinion on your hair? Do you, do you really take your man's POV to heart when he's like, bae, I know you like the curly, you know, weave, but I, I want you to shave that head. I want you to shave it all off. <laughs> does uh, that- I'm like, you don't get me at all, sir. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> Literally. I am not in my hair. <laughs> um, maybe one day, but I don't know. You know, we'll just have to see how the cookie crumbles. Um, what I take, I would take my man's point of view into consideration, 
but with a grain of salt, because I feel like it's a very dangerous game when you start changing the things that are authentic to you for somebody else, you know, unless it's constructive criticism. Like when I was figuring out the closures and the wigs, I did, I was talking to this one dude and he was like, respectfully, what that, like, what is going on there? And I'd be like, you're right. I did just learn about the got to be glue. Don't know how it dries yet. Still figuring that out. So thank you. You know, like I'm down for some helpful, <laughs> constructive criticism, but if you're telling me like something just off the wall, right. I'm like, are you a fashionista? If you are, then maybe I'm listening more. But if you wear the same two outfits, uh, I don't know if you know. I, I really, I mm. do you really know. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or are you just like, having a great Instagram day where you think you're giving creative director. I don't yeah, know. It depends you, on who it's coming from. Exactly. When did you become one of the girls? Right. <laughs> I'm like, what when page you, are you following, babe? Send it to mm. me. I'd like to follow it to Not creative like director. I like that. <laughs> I mean, our energy, we just talked about this, was very much like, he can't say nothing. But you're like, you know what? If if he's got something going on, yes. maybe because I'll take I'll take it. Honestly, truly, the, I, I did kind of talk to this one guy and he was like, like a fashion dude, like, you know what I'm saying? The fits be fitting. And he was putting me on to like, what's cool, what's cute. And cause I come from Tennessee, we was giving Abercrombie and Fitch. And we thought we were <laughs> no, eating right. the girls up oh. really badly. So I don't know, I kind of like that. And I'm like, now this is somebody who I would really listen to their opinions on what I have to say. And it's not like a bias thing. Like, I want you to look like this girl, shawty bad. It's giving like, no, this is what's next. Like you need to be fashion forward. And I'm like, I respect that. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. I, I used we to love a leader, Andrew. I used to work at Hollister, so I understand that like Abercrombie and Fitch struggle. I was th- wow. I was right there with you. Flannels <gasps> had us right? in a sickening <laughs> show. It was cute Why? at the time. Was, yeah. was it? Was it? Oh, okay, hey. it was cute, <laughs> okay, but it was also but- giving picnic table. Fair, fair, mm-hmm. it's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, Smile and wave. <laughs> <laughs> Just try to forget it, Coco. Though. We love you as Hillary. We love the different looks you're giving, but we know when you're on set, you're like constantly getting your hair done. It's exhausting for like an average person. But for you who's having to get your hair done all the time, is it, do you ever get tired of it? Is there ever a time where you're like, I just, maybe I want to shave it off or I don't want anybody's hands in my head right now. That's so crazy that you say that because I was literally just talking to my co-star, Simone, who plays Lisa, And she was telling me about the other day when she just started crying, just literally like, sometimes it's so overwhelming because all you know is like, like, it feels like this, like you feel like, like literally dizzy, you know what I'm saying? And especially if you're playing a character, sometimes they're shooting the episodes out of order. So it's giving, okay, yeah, you got to go back to that slick ponytail and then go into the braids and then you're swimming and the curly hair and da, 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 and then the hat. And it's like, y'all, come on, y'all. I'm a black girl. This is not that simple. And then you'd be like, mm. you'd be scared that your hair is getting burnt off sometimes. And, and it's not, but it's like, oh it still isn't healthy. This is crazy. And it literally, sometimes mm. you can just be like, I'm emotional. Don't have the strength to just, but it's part of the job. It's so, it's so weird. And there are pros and cons to everyone's life. So I'm not over here glamorizing my problems. I'm just saying that sometimes I'd be like, I cannot believe I have no choice today in what's going to happen with none of this visually. Mm. I just, Ooh, that actually just made me very stressed out immediately when you're like, mm-hmm. I have no choice in how mm-hmm. this looks yeah. because I am a control freak when it comes to my hair. So I and can't yes. imagine just like giving up that control. So how yeah. do you build a trust? Like, how do you build that trust with a stylist when you do have to give up so much control to them? I think that stylist and their reputation, their resume will really it really does. You really do pay for what you get. You know what I'm saying? Especially mm-hmm. out here. And I've learned that the best people, they can charge because they are literally the best people. And there's always going to be a difference. And it's it's just something that comes with this industry. But you know what's harder is when you're on a set because the creatives that are in music and, and other like sporadic things, they don't technically have to be a part of the union. Unit is kind of like you have to go through this in order to work on TV and film for networks. It's kind of like, legally, you have to be a part of this. And people don't like to do that. Well, I don't know if that's everyone's case, but most people don't like to do that until later on in their career. So that typically means that most people that are doing your hair are going to be above, above the age of the stylist you look at 
on mm. social media. And the girls will be getting their hair done. They'd be getting their hair done by like their peers who have like come from Atlanta and started a YouTube channel and then it blew up and now they have a glue line and they're working with doing da 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 da. No, it's not giving that. It's giving like I've been doing hair since um. That's someone's mama. I know her mama from back in the day. No, but it's it's definitely like until you're like Gabrielle Union and Carrie Washington and they talked about these Viola Davis. They talked yeah, about these like, they do. You yeah. take who they hire. And most of the time, if that network doesn't even know what it needs to give so that you can give, you better know how to do a little one-two on your own. Mm. Literally. So on that side, on the acting side, rarely have ever had trust. Ever. Ever. Well, now that we know how you go into the process of that transformation, I'm really curious about the next, the upcoming season of Bel Air and how you are transforming not just your look. Obviously, Hillary is stunning and beautiful season two we know she's going to serve looks but her character is going to go through stuff to evolve and to transform so for you how are you reinterpreting this character in the second season i mean honestly hillary's storyline shifts and i think that's what helps me reinterpret her she's more booed up her and Jazz get in this relationship. And so there's a whole different side of Hillary where she's not this decisive boss. She has to be like more feminine and a little more like vulnerable. And um, I think that just shows a different side to her naturally. And then on the same time, it's kind of like clashing with this power struggle that she has with Ivy, who's played by Carucci. And so it's just this different, these polar opposite sides that live in this one girl. And ultimately, I think she kind of blends them in a way that harms both. Mm. Is there a part of Hillary that you are like super excited for people to see? Obviously, she's in a relationship. She's stepping up as a boss. So personal love life. Is there anything that you're like, man, y'all are going to y'all are going to cr- die when you see this? Y'all not ready for Hillary to give you this aspect of her <laughs> character? With no spoilers, of course, because you got y'all got to tune in. But <laughs> what can we expect that is so different from Hillary other than the things that we kind of have an idea about? Without giving too much away, Hillary kind of comes up with this content idea involving sports. So I think it will be very interesting to see because me, Coco, I come from athletics. So I was like, I'm going to eat this up real quick. You know what I'm saying? I think think it's going to be interesting to see. I don't think anyone would expect that of Hillary, but that's going to be fun to watch for sure. What did you play? I played basketball. I actually played basketball. I did gymnastics. I did track. Come on, all-rounder. Very much yeah. so. I was like, one of these sports is going to get me out. And then I did a couple <laughs> talent competitions and I was like, all righty, I found my way. Thank you. She does it all. She does it all. I also yes. ran track and played basketball in high school. So She did. I also she played did. soccer. Here, here we go. She wanted, uh, Coco is the athlete. Let her be the athlete. Yes. I too yes. am an Olympian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, me, me over here in the corner. I was a cheerleader. Uh, I am screaming. I yeah. No, what's funny is that I only did the, the track meeting so that I could have the fish sandwiches because we would have to go downtown and my dad would be like if y'all go and y'all eat this up we can go to the fish sandwich store i was like absolutely done fish sandwiches crazy wow i i mean yeah i love a fish sandwich i even like i, I love filet of fish but that's a whole nother thing like like just in general and i think like also as we're talking about a multi-hyphenate right like you are an actress a world-class athlete right and obviously a singer like I want to talk a little bit about how you're sort of balancing all of these worlds, like at such a young age also, and someone who's been doing it for years. And is it like second nature for you? Are you still trying to find that balance as people continue to discover you and you continue to build a community? Like, how are you sort of balancing that? I think what's second nature is the execution of it all. Like, I know that even if I am tired and drained, I know how to do both of these things, second nature. I know how to be in the studio, be performing. Like these things just feel natural to me. And then a character like Hillary, very boss, energy, confident, opinionated. Like I can do that. These things feel second nature to me. What is hard is not just those activities. It's the time left once one is done to do the other. Like Mm. when I finish on set, it's been like 12 hours. And I'm like, is it more important for me to go to sleep and then be up again? Or is it important for me to go to the studio and have a song because I want a project out when this show comes out? So there's not left, There's not a lot of time left. What do I do with this time? That's been the balance of it all. 
I really, really have learned that you really only have 24 hours in a day. And I think for me, like I'm still trying to learn how to hold on to energy, like hold Mm. it because I feel like I give it all out, you know, and then I literally have nothing left. And my team's like, are you okay? I'm like, I just don't have any energy left. I'm really good though. Like I just gave it all. I gave it to this character. I gave it to the studio. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like trying to find the little ones, the little pieces of energy for myself, just so that I can do both of those things. Cause they're going to get done because I know that that's what I want. Nobody's telling me you need to have an album out by the time the show. I wanted to have music out when everyone was introduced to Hillary so that they didn't just Mm. think, Oh, this is an actor girl. No babes here. I see you know that I'm doing both. You know what I'm saying? But the balance is, 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 I'm still figuring it out because I only have 24 hours. Yeah. And you, you got time. Like, mm-hmm. you, you have so much time. When's your birthday? January 4th. Oh, oh okay. Capricorn. Capricorn. Yeah, Hello. checks out. Here we go. I was like, it's Virgo or Capricorn. That's it. Like, because those are the only two people yeah. who talk like that. I'm like, yeah. it's going to get done. <laughs> yeah. And I'm learning so much more about my sign. I'm like, I always be like, I don't know what none of that means. But so many people tell me and I'm like, okay. Maybe they're onto something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. And so, again, as you're thinking about this and in like the worlds that you're building and the worlds that you're a part of, what are sort of things for you as an artist when you turn that switch on that like are dreams for you? Like who's a dream collaborator for you or who are some people here like I would love to get there at some point or collaborate with them or be like, hey, you get to collaborate with Coco Jones. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, definitely would love for it to give that. Like, it's an honor just to be on a song with Coco. Yes. Like, oh, please stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> but of course, I would love to collaborate with Beyonce. I feel like for me, that is like, that's mm-hmm. the ultimate level, you know, just when you have that much respect behind your name and th- such a reputation of excellence. Like, mm-hmm. that to me, fill in the blank with whatever career path. That's just the top tier. You know what I'm saying? So I would love to do something with her um, just for the learning experience of it all. If she wants me to shoo-bop, shoo-bop in the back of the song, that's fine. As well. like, I ain't even got to do my one-two. I just want to be there. Um, <laughs> but I also really love all the R&B girls. I feel like there hasn't been like a all the girls come together and make an anthem type song in a while. So I feel like yeah. something like that would be fire. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You onto something there. You know, okay. yeah, I'm Jasmine Sullivan it. on the phone. I want to hear that Jasmine Sullivan and Coco Jones today. Okay. Yeah. No, seriously. Seriously. Oh, yeah. You see how I just yeah. did that? Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I love that. Wait, so are also, um, I'm asking this again for the hive. Like, are you going to be going to tour? Are you going to gonna make if a stop I'm, for Beyonce? I, I mean, how would I say no? Like, who sits here and says no? I personally, my goal would to be be on the tour. You know what I'm saying? I can serve. There we go. If she Come needs, on. You know Come what I'm on. saying? Whatever. Merch table. Beyonce merch. Beyonce merch. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, if I can be on the tour, that would be the goal. Of course, I need to see a show. Of course. Absolutely. Okay. No, but you're right. Like, let's let's go big here. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, shooting okay. for the actual sun, moon, and stars. Yeah. Hopefully, I can just get a planet. But like, shooting high. <laughs> Come as on, you stars. Y'all, <laughs> y'all have met, so she she's a fully aware of your existence. That's what I'm saying. Man. I'm like, so. you know, I live and breathe this air. So now, <laughs> yes, exactly. And okay. like, I'm sure Blue is probably like, oh my gosh, it's all yeah. working in God's timing. But no, on a serious note, that really is what I've learned. Through all of this, I feel like my life has changed so much in like a year and a half. It went mm. from like, ah, what should I do today? Don't work out. Don't have any auditions. So like, when can I do anything else today? Like, when can I? I, I that's right. You know what I'm saying? It's just so crazy. And I really have been like, Courtney, <laughs> my real name. Why would I ever limit God again? Like, I'm so embarrassed Ooh. that I ever did that. That I was ever like. You know, it doesn't have to be like a hit TV show. Like I'm down to just guest star, like whatever works. You know what I'm saying? Like trying to think, make things more comfortable for God to do for me. It's like, I wish I would have never like done that, you know, because now looking at my life, I didn't even know I could have all the things that I have. And that's what I really want to push out to more girls, more young right. black girls. Like you, you really can have whatever you think that you can have. Mm. Come on, Deaconess. I love that. <laughs> but I, that's like what Go Off This and Unbothered is all about. Just like 
you can live your life in the biggest way and everything else will follow, truly. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important for people to hear and recognize and know that you were doing the same thing that we all were. You know what I mean? And just mm -hmm. you just kept at it and kept doing it and you're reaping the rewards for that. And we see and appreciate your energy. And like, thank you so much for just being who you are. Thank and so you. it's always lovely when those things are true and they match up and you deserve. You deserve. Aw, period. The Go Off This Podcast is a Refinery29 original. It is produced by Rashad Isaac, Crystal Devone, Jordan Mason, and me, Chelsea Sanders. It's edited by Hanger Studios. My co-hosts today were Kathleen Newman-Bermang, Maya Carmichael, and Inaye Komanivo. Like what you heard and want some more? Head over to Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts to catch up on all episodes. And don't forget to drop a review or leave a comment to let us know what you think. You can also find us where it all started, on Instagram, at R29Unbothered. Thanks for listening. And don't forget, it's okay to go off, sis. 